are now listening to The Caleb One Show, where we talk about everything that they should have taught you in school regarding your health, your finances, and your social life. I'm your host, Caleb, and the episode starts now. Hello and welcome to The Caleb One Show. I'm your host, Caleb One, and this is the podcast where we talk about what school should have taught us. Um, I'm doing something a little different in this episode, and I've been meaning to do this for a while now. Um, but I really didn't know how to um, really tell you guys about it. But if you're listening to this episode in the future, you're probably not even going to notice anything different. Um, but for the people who are listening to this episode while it's fresh, or sort of in the first 48 hours of it coming out, I'm posting this episode on a Saturday. Now, what does that mean for this channel? I personally believe that every single thing that I have on this channel or any future points that I bring up on this podcast, um, I believe are topics that should be standalone episodes, diving deep and practical into each and every topic to teach people how to make them most applicable to their own lives. And most of my content is usually between 25 or 20, 25 minutes per episode. Um, but there's also a lot of other content that's smaller in scale, but I still believe that it should be said. And to just combine those sort of smaller topics with other heavy-duty points, um, in my opinion, really devaluates the advice that's in the smaller-scale content. Um, I believe, like I said, every single topic that I bring up on this channel or on this podcast are essential. And I want everyone to hear and understand that my content, that what you're getting from me is shit that I've either gone through or have other people taught me and implement it into my life. Um, So every now and then, on a Saturday or a weekend, I'll be posting new episodes that are smaller in production scales, you know, maybe between 5 to 10 minutes long. Um, Don't worry, right? Our Mondays and Thursday posting will always be there. Um, And we'll just look at it. Um, There's just so much content that I want to post, and I have so much in a lineup in the queue that I want to sort of produce for you guys, because again, I care to just lump everything together, um, in my opinion, is just lazy, it's disorganized, and it serves no purpose for you guys who are listening and for myself to try and remember. Because a lot of the time when I started this podcast, it's not only just to get out this information out to you guys, but it's also to help me uh, recall a lot of these points that a lot of these smart people that I've encountered, that I've had the privilege to be around, that a lot of them have instilled in me, and again, stuff that I really don't want to lose, um, and that's what I really want to get down to. Um, With that little spiel out of the way, let's cover today's topic. Sunk cost fallacy. Have you heard of it? Most of the new generations nowadays, or even just people in general in this world, they've never heard of the word sunk cost. Now, what is sunk cost fallacy, right? For the people who have heard of it, here's my definition of sunk costs, and it states that When people are doing something, right, they will continue doing that thing that if they invested their time, if they invested their money or energy into that activity. And in a way, it's a little bit like stubbornness. But where the fallacy or the plot holes come in is when someone who's been doing something for a long time continues to do the activity despite making them unhappy or despite making them even dig even more of a hole or just, you know, it's it serves no benefit to them. Um, and you see it in relationships all the time. A couple are either together, 
but the guy doesn't love his significant other anymore like he used to. So for him to buy a ring, buy a house, raise some kids with a woman he doesn't love anymore, you know, he's fallen victim to the sunk cost fallacy. He's invested so much of his time, money, and energy only for him to be in something that doesn't make him happy anymore or doesn't give him the same joy that he once had. You know, you see it all the time in a lot of entrepreneurs or people wanting to get in this space of business. You know, you start a business, it's not doing that hot or it's not doing as well as you thought it would be and you continue to pursue it. Um, and when really there was clear signs that, no, this this has no this has no potential, which we'll get into in a sec. Or sometimes it's a gambler who's constantly making big, heavy wagers. He's going all in or he's making big bets in general. And he's constantly losing all of that money. And he's thinking to himself, next game, next game, next game. Until eventually he pissed all away his fortune that he's already accumulated or he's already had walking into the casino. The sunk cost fallacy and stubbornness are very close in relationship to how people use these traits. But the problem with these people who are going through the sunk cost fallacy is that they no longer make smart decisions. Right? They no longer can think through a rational eye. Um, I, I think we all have a sort of a frame of mind that we want to say that we're smart. I hope you do. But their way of thinking is, if I put in a little bit more effort, if I put in a little bit more time, if I put in a little bit more money, I'll get what I want. Right? And there's nothing wrong with that thinking. Most people are like the opposite in that once something doesn't go their way and it just, it just doesn't work out or they need a they're forced to make a little tweak, they completely collapse on themselves and they quit. Now, to combat this vicious plague, you need to think, right? You need to think objectively. In my episode, When to Push Yourself and When to Throw in the White Towel, released March 23rd, 2020, I mentioned that the key to knowing when to keep going or when to let it go is if you see if there's any potential of growth, if there's any process of growth. And the best example of this, of someone going through this phase is Mr. Beast. I mentioned him in the previous episode, but I remember watching a lot of his old Call of Duty videos from back in 2012. Um, and it's you know it's been recently that I've been watching some of his stuff and looking back, young Jimmy Donaldson has been posting almost every single day and his process and his progress and his potential of growth in his videos you know, are always increasing. Right? It's increasing the amount of views, the amount of likes and comments that he's getting. And it's almost like every single video that young Jimmy puts out, it's just, you know, 0.5 or 1% better than the last. And, you know, to, to average people, they say, oh, it's 1%, it's 1%. Well, if you do, if you look at it from an overview of it, 1% increase in each and every video in your audio, in your video, in your skits, in your whole production, in your whole scripts, you know, that's growth. Now, I also want to say this disclaimer right here. I'm not guaranteeing that you'll be the next Mr. Beast. I'm not guaranteeing that you'll be the next PewDiePie. I'm not even guaranteeing you that you'll grow to the size of these big YouTubers. But you can cover a lot of ground with small-scale growth and with adjustments and improvements in your craft and understanding where you need to be. Again, 0.51%. It's not a big deal on a day-to-day basis, on a video-to-video basis, but if you look at it in the whole grand scheme of things, you'll see the huge improvement from your very first video to your most recent video. Um, now, that I've mentioned that, stubbornness is mixed in 
with smart decision making. You know, if you only try to work hard and you throw money at your problems, uh, whenever you encounter a problem for that matter, you're just going through the motions of sunk cost fallacy. And this is why I don't believe hard work is always the necessary key. This is where smart work comes in, right? What I want to teach you guys is how to avoid this vicious, dangerous cycle of sunk cost fallacy for yourself. And if you ever find yourself, um, teach you guys how to get out of it. Firstly, the first step, every week, evaluate your situation. Pick a day, pick a weekend or whenever that you can sit down with your business partner, your romantic partner, or even with yourself and think through an objective lens what you need to work on. The key to this is that you need to be humble. Right? You need to put away your pride. You got you to gotta put away your ego, put it on the sidelines and really focus on what you need to work on. And if you need to, again, sometimes it's seeking third party guidance. But that's important for you to be humble enough to, okay, I need to sit down and to think through what I need to do. Um, as much as I don't like Sam Ovens, he's got a lot of good advice when he says, you know, every week there should be team meetings just to discuss not the bullshit stuff, but discuss what you need to work on. And, you know, like I said, I'm not a big fan of these gurus online, but I do agree on the point that there needs to be a day in a week or a day in a month where you can actually sit down with your team and just discuss what you guys need to work on, what's coming up. That, to me, is one of the best advice. Um, and again, you don't have to learn it from fake gurus and stuff. Um, you can just learn it from here. I'm not, a guru, I'm not a guru by any means. I'm just some guy who wants to spread his wisdom out to you guys and for the betterment of myself as well. But your second step should be to never throw money. Money, like I said, rarely is the solution to your problems, right? Really think through your decision. And, you know, best of all, if anything, you should research. The internet is an amazing fucking place. Um, so really, just Google your problems away. I can guarantee you that someone else has gone through that same step. And every single thing you've gone through, you can Google it. Really. Third step. Balance between action and rest. To go back to fake gurus online, um... You know, we'll always, they'll always say something along the lines of, oh, you got to take action. You got to take action. And it's usually because they're selfish and they want you to buy their shit course while lazy people will do nothing and have nothing. I like to have a bit, uh, a mix of both, like just a bit of it, because if I do nothing, right, my, my circumstance isn't going to change, but I also like to think through my decisions. What I'll usually do is you know, I'll research on my computer to go back to step one, but or step two, sorry. I like to actually just sit down and just do nothing and at my computer, not playing video games or anything like that, but really researching what's going on, not pulling any triggers, not going to any webinars, not trying to be sold these product pitches or anything like that. Really sit down and just think through and research what your problems are. And eventually when you find your solution, whether it's through the internet, whether it's through some third-party guidance, that's when you have to jump into action. That's the most important part about all of this, right? You have to take what you've learned and apply it right away. And again, sometimes you don't have to just, sometimes applying yourself or taking action isn't in the form of, of taking course. Really, ever is it that coming down to it. It's about you thinking rationally for yourself and what's the best decision, Right. This is my go-to strategy when it comes to avoiding sunk cost fallacy. 
at anything I do, right? Nine times out of 10, I usually go through this three-step process. But even then, the first step, again, just evaluating your situation, what's going on, that just helps me revere back to it. Um, Now, let's talk about the sunk cost fallacy when you're stuck in this. The most important thing that you need to do, because what I've just mentioned before is how to avoid the sunk cost fallacy. Let's talk about actually getting into the sunk cost fallacy. The first step is to be honest with yourself, really. This whole journey is about humility. It's about honesty with yourself and with around the people. And again, you're not trying to tear other people down. You're just trying to keep people in check mentally. You know, I really don't believe pride serves any purpose you know, beyond trying to be good at an activity. You know, really think through objectively and ask yourself, is there room for growth? Is there a process of growth or potential with growth with what I'm doing? And there you have other people, right? And, and really look, see if there's other people in the same position as you who have overcame the same difficulties that you're going through. And again, that's where you can go out and reach third-party guidance. And maybe sometimes not in the form of in-person, especially now with coronavirus, but sometimes it's in their book or sometimes it's in a, a little quick interview that they have. This is a question that's bitter to swallow. It's hard to put away your pride. And yes, again, your pride in the back of your head or the bullshit gurus that sometimes they're telling you to keep going, don't worry about the haters. But there comes a point in time where the best option would be to stop and move on to something else. People should give, I honestly believe, people should give things a 67-day expiration date. By the end of 67 days, if there's no growth, Maybe you're learning a new language or you're trying to learn code. If you can't speak or say simple words in your language that you want to learn, or maybe it's learning in a language in code, you know, that's your cue to move on. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's only going to get harder to quit the longer you stick around. I want to end this episode off with, you know, sort of my run in with the sunk cost fallacy because I am human. I'm not above it all. If anything, I, I, the only reason I know some cost fallacy and what it is is because, you know, I've gone through it myself. You know, I've always been interested in business and marketing, and inevitably I was getting hit with, you know, ads of guys selling courses online on social media, or sometimes it's a social media marketing, and I decided to foolishly purchase these courses to, you know, make a long story short because going a little longer than I expected, but the information that was in those courses weren't good. You know, the stuff that was practical or were practical required the cooperation of business owners to be on camera or allow them to have access to their Facebook page, which obviously caused a lot of trust issues with some, you know, so-called marketing expert that you've just met that just cold called you or something like that. And not just that, but because these business owners have never had any experience being on camera or selling on the internet, they flat out fucking suck and are just awkward. And here I was being told by these courses that results are just a click away when I came to this realization after fucking 18 months of me trying to grow my imaginary marketing agency, I too had a hard time quitting. But after sitting down alone and thinking objectively, you know, that if it hadn't happened now, it sure as hell would never happen. And that's how I got out. 
it took honesty with myself that I've wasted 18 months of my life pursuing something with no growth with or growth that was disguised as tragedy, really. And that was my cue to move on. You know, as for the tactics and marketing and shit, you know, I learned some of it, but, you know, most of the stuff that were sort of learned in those courses, you know, were absolute garbage. And most of the stuff, like I said, come from YouTube. Um, and I apply f- those YouTube videos, those tactics, and I apply them to my video editing career. Um, I think I've gone on longer than I expected in this episode, um, especially with that intro spiel telling you guys what it's, you know, what this channel is about and what some updates are. But I hope you guys do enjoy this episode. Like I said, I, I'll occasionally post on weekends or shorter topics um, like this one. Uh, every Monday and every Thursday, we're still uploading that schedule. Um, that will still be in effect. Guys, thank you so much for listening, and I'll catch you guys on the next one.